Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. Let me add one more piece to this. I hope I'm not being over-dominant and spending too much time on this, but did you know women actually hate boundaries? They don't like them. It's not fun for them. They hate thinking about them. Let me give just a little psychology behind it. The female brain has what I call a celestial orientation mechanism inside of it. It's not exactly what President Nilsson was talking about in his talk about think celestial. Think celestial is an intentional process of trying to get your brain to be in alignment with the instinct to be pulled towards celestial things. So when you interview a woman in detail, what you find out is she has a really strong craving for celestial dynamics, but she doesn't know how to do it. Okay? Think of things in your life where you have a really cool vision on how it could be done, but currently your ability to do it is beyond your range. So they know what it looks like. They have an idea of what it feels like, but they can't execute it yet. Okay? And one of the elements of a celestial dynamic is in order to experience full intimacy, there are no boundaries. Okay? There are no boundaries because we have this perfect synergy of resources, etc. So it's this beautiful connection. Think of it like the way men perceive ideal physical intimacy. Ideal physical intimacy is everyone's relaxed and naked, and there's nothing in between our bodies. There are no boundaries between her body and mine. Okay, We are fully wrapped around each other, fully integrated, as deeply connected as two human bodies can be. That's not weird. That's not perverted. That's not inappropriate description. It is an ideal experience. Now copy and paste that into a psychological dynamic where there is nothing blocking the thoughts and feelings flowing back and forth with each other. And you're totally enwrapped with each other. And both people are liking it and relaxed. I know I'm talking about uh, Alice in Wonderland here, a world that you have never seen before, okay? But brethren, we have to remember that this is where we're going. This is where we want to go, and it may not happen in this lifetime, but if you don't have a vision for it, you can't blueprint it. You can't create a system designed to get there if you can't have some vision for it. We call it the six intimacies, because we want that full, open, soft, naked intertwining at every level. So that when you're having a verbal exchange, there's no need for boundaries. Because you don't step on each other and you are empowering each other during the conversation. 
and you're bringing preside, provide, and protect to a casual conversation. She's bringing nurturing to it. My wife and I were talking about one of my weaknesses around my family of origin the other day, and she had the wisdom about every three minutes to include a phrase that nurtured my confidence, saying, you do most of it right. You do a fine job in this area. You are courageous about addressing it. And so she nurtured it when I was feeling depleted. She, instead of just hammering something, she would nurture on it. So we were able to finish the conversation, a very difficult one, with both rejoice and are edified together. Okay? I'm so grateful that Seth pushed hard for us to create this class. Because when you have lived in a marital state of trauma, and let's not fool ourselves, betrayal trauma and trauma in marriage is not just about the trauma she's experienced. If you're in this meeting, I know you've been traumatized also. Okay, I'm very clear that you've been traumatized also. You've been hurt, you've been disappointed, you've had all sorts of things that have gone wrong for you. The opposite end of the spectrum of this naked, exposed state of being, okay, it will not and cannot be built on accident. There's no such thing as naturally sliding into it. So if you don't have an intentional, systematic approach to the process that we have been blessed with having this gift from our prophets and our general authorities to make it a really simple iterated process. When in doubt, get out a piece of paper, write the word reflect at the top. You don't have to wonder how to start. Start reflecting on what has happened recently in that one moment, etc. Try to get on paper, push yourself, look at your notes and says, think like an athlete, not like a man. Okay. Film review. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? What went, what fell apart, et cetera, et cetera. Discovery work. All the background behind what Seth and I are hoping to teach you in this class is hopefully some discovery work so that you have new information that you didn't have before, new ideas that you didn't have before. If I, I was raised in, in Arizona and I learned how to build houses with Adobe and now I'm in northern Idaho and I need to learn how to build with trees, I need someone to teach me how does wood work? Where is it strong? Where is it weak? Why do you make two by fours instead of just two by twos? What is the deal with that? When you're framing a house, how do you make sure it's strong? I don't know how to work with wood. What we're hoping to provide you with in this course is how to work with a woman whose brain has been traumatized. And we're hoping to slip in a little bit of and how to work with your brain if you've been traumatized. Okay. So that's what we're trying to accomplish here. Brethren. The satanic temptation when a woman presents a boundary that is confusing is to be confused, which leads to irritation, which leads to frustration. If you are handed a boundary that does not make sense, I beg of you to go into scientist mode and try to explore and understand it as a farmer would so that you can go beyond the rule itself into the spirit of the law and gain further light and knowledge on how you can attend to the whole concept. So Seth has used the idea of my wife doesn't want me to be in the room when she's changing her clothes or something like that. Okay. All right. Now you can be frustrated and annoyed with that, or 
you can go, okay, what is the psychology behind that? What is going on for her? Wait a minute. Does that mean if she's in the shower and I need to brush my teeth that I should not go in that space as well? Because I'm trying to understand exactly what is going on for her, some kind of a body exposure vulnerability. So now I'm looking at the theme of the boundary, not the rule in its black and white form. We need you to be an intelligent participant in the concepts. So don't get tricked by the idea that the boundary is got something broken to it, so I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm just going to try to ignore it or work around it. Women I rarely set boundaries accurately. I hardly ever see a woman actually set her boundaries correctly. They're either too big, too little, a little too far to the right, a little too far to the left. And so when you break their boundary, it's not uncommon that you didn't actually break the boundary they verbalized, but you didn't get the spirit of the law. You are intelligent. You are capable of revelation. Okay? When your wife has a weird boundary, get revelation on the spirit behind it so that you can be attentive to the whole psychological space, not just a single piece of cinder block that's sitting in front of you. Let me, let me tell you about a common uh, death spiral conversation that fits what Seth was just talking about. Okay, There you are minding your own business, and the woman says something crazy. Not a new concept, right? She, and you're like, what? Okay. Now, the common response to that is, since I'm so wise and intelligent, I could probably really help out this conversation by seeing, helping her see what's wrong with what she said. Now, most of you have tried that, and it blows up in your face. Okay. Now, let's rewind scientifically the topic. As scientists, most of us don't, well, as not scientists, most of us don't think about the gap between conceptualization and verbalization. If you're under the impression that what comes out of your mouth is exactly what you meant to say, then you're arrogant. Human beings do not say exactly what they mean to say. Because English as a language for those of you who have learned other languages, is not a really good language for expressing what goes on in your head. It's missing words. There's things you can't describe. This is why Christ said the kingdom of God is like unto this, it's like unto this, it's like unto this, it's like unto this, because like there wasn't any words you, that he could use to fully describe it accurately. We can't even describe the taste of salt because we don't have words that will fit with that. Okay? If you add more one piece to the human brain's process, when a brain is under duress, the vocabulary formulation words are even worse. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.